Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And this is State of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Seriously. It's the last one. It's the last one of the batch. <laughs> you just can't figure out how to open up a beer anymore. No, you just open the beer and it explodes everywhere, and like that's that's what that's what you get. But I can't go anywhere this time because we don't have help. Uh, yeah, you know, oh, you is that talking to yourself? Tim is the help. I feel like a lot of times I am talking to myself when when you're on, just because of uh, your lack of interest in basketball and the things that I find interesting. Wow, yeah, like schedules and stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do a deep dive breakdown into the volleyball schedule. You ready? You ready to do this? Oh God, uh, I'm out. You just by yourself. <laughs> I don't. This will be a, a, a monologue. <laughs> I don't think that I could probably do that. I'd probably enjoy it way too much as well. No, there's no volleyball schedule. Anyway, how you doing, man? How you feeling? You, you good? Uh man, I am coughing like no other. But uh, tested negative, so I'm I'm good on that front. I just uh, can't shake the cough. Well, you've had a cough since before COVID, so yeah, just... but it's different right now. It's it's like a it's definitely like a worse. Like maybe uh, it's all those cigarettes you smoke back maybe. when you were thirteen or something. I've never, um, you know, I've only taken one single puff from a cigarette when I lit it one time. Were you lighting it for somebody? For my brother, yeah. yeah your younger brother? No, my older brother. <laughs> what what a good influence you are there, <laughs> teaching your younger no. brother how to smoke when you don't even do it yourself. I yeah, smoke. Well. I smoke. So you gotta, you gotta find ways to make sure that like all the family thinks you are the best. You know. Uh, yeah, not, not really. I, I, I think I, I blew that way, way early on. Like they, they knew I was not the best when I was yeah. a child, when I was a very young child. So anyhow. also, that attitude might be, you know, detrimental to. Man, this it's such a mess, man. Like half my beer is on the damn desk. <laughs> How did you explode? Like, I get it when you open up a beer and some spews out. How did you get half a beer on your table? I, I don't know. It, it all just came out. It's just everywhere. So, I mean, you know. Maybe the PBR is getting jealous of the gin you've been drinking. And it's like, all right, dude, if you're not going to be drinking us, then we're going to get get our use somehow. That's going to be Maybe. making your life miserable. All right, I do have gin. So, right, and I'm a little and, hungover from gin. Last night was I my gin vodka. night. Yeah, vodka yeah let's talk about last night. So, yeah, um, I mean, obviously not a Georgia State thing, but here in Georgia. A, well, it a will college, be in 2025, you know, so we, we should get used to be. talking about it. This was a kind of a, a, a topic on Panther Talk today, and I you know, I wish Tim was here to get his take on it as well. Like, I know your position on this, but you know, Georgia State not having a football program for so long and not having an administration that cared about basketball or other sports for so long. You know, it was very, very common to see people wearing other teams' gear on campus when I was in college. But now that we have these programs, we don't want to see that. And there was a lot of Georgia State. I didn't see it personally, but apparently on social media, there's a lot of Georgia State fans that were hooting and hollering about Georgia winning. What is your take on being a fan of one program and cheering for a different program. And well, I, know- I mean, I, I I was hooting and hollering on Twitter. I I hashtag go dogs a number of times. Um, oh, you're you're an insult. So I I mean I am an insult. <laughs> you're you're a walking insult. Right now you're <laughs> to, <sitting> insult. <laughs> to myself, to the Panther faithful. No, I get it. Georgia State's kind of in a weird position because we didn't have a program. You know, when a lot of these, well, any of these students were actually growing up, learning to follow college sports at all. Uh, but like for me, and I, I guess I'm a different case because 
my family wasn't really sports fans when I was a kid. So outside of Memphis basketball, which kind of died away by the time we moved to Atlanta, my family didn't support another college. So I didn't grow up being a fan of just the local sports team or right. local college team. Yeah. So, for, so, but when I went to college and at Georgia state, and then I'd visit my friends at UGA or Virginia Tech or wherever they may have been. Uh, you know, I'd go to uh, these games. I'd, I'd get into it. I would cheer. I'd root for them. But I made a promise to myself that I would never wear red and black but with with a logo. Sorry, I did wear red and black. I say no, you wear a lot of red and black. <laughs> but no, to, to a game, I would never wear like a, a, a UGA logo or Virginia Tech logo or something like that to a game because I didn't go to those schools. It feels weird. It's different. You know, you rooting for a school that you didn't go to that that's way different than rooting for an NFL program or a major league baseball program in a city you don't live in. I think when, it really it really depends. So like if you went to another school that has football, I don't understand why you wouldn't root for them first and foremost. You know, so like even with me, I grew up in Athens. I grew up going to Georgia games. <clears throat> when I was a boy scout, you know, we used to volunteer to usher at at Georgia games and we get to go everywhere and like that was a good part of my life that I grew up, you know, being a fan. It was cool. <laughs> but once Sorry. Georgia State got a football program, you know, that Georgia became your second program. My second I, program, right. And and I'm not and I've never looked back. Um I, you know, and and I've never missed a Georgia State game to go to a Georgia game or anything like that or to watch a, a, a you know, a, a big game that was coming on TV or anything like that. Uh and if they ever played each other, I'd be wearing my blue and white. Simple as that. It's it's just not it's not that hard, but but I'm not just going to not be a fan of Georgia. Well, I mean, um, you say that. You say that. But we <laughs> met out. We we met up at the SEC championship tailgate for a few drinks. Didn't go to the game, but we met up. And I was wearing my Georgia State attire. And if I don't, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you were you were wearing UGA stuff. I wore UGA. Yeah. Well, they weren't playing Georgia State, and I'm a fan of one of the teams that was playing, so I wore my Georgia gear. That's fine. Last night I was wearing my Georgia polo with my Georgia State pajama pants. There you go. <laughs> so there was actually a picture uh, that came out, and on the I saw this on the Sun Belt message board. Someone captured a picture of like the Southern Miss president and athletic director, and like I know recruiting guy, I don't know, four different people from Southern Miss out there. And I, it was either the athletic director or the president of Southern Miss, and they had a an SBC a Sun Belt hat on, but then a UGA face covering, a face mask. And none of them, none of them were wearing Southern Miss attire at all. No, no Southern Miss gear. They were at there. the game. They were like in Indy. They were in Indy for the game. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird. <clears throat> I think if I worked for the program, I would, I would always be repping, you know, the people I work for. Yeah. I, I think the president who, or whoever it was, whatever position he had, had worked at UGA prior to come well, into Southern sense. Miss, but still, but, still, but, your Southern but, Miss but stuff? did not go to school there. Like uh, went to school. I think I want to say went to school at Middle Tennessee. So that's strange to me. Like there, you're repping the conference that you're going to, but you can't even have on like your own school stuff. You're wearing one of the teams there. It, it just that's yeah, that's, that's a little that's a little odd. <clears throat> yeah, we got a comment here. I haven't even read it yet. Let's pop up and see what it says from one of our <laughs> one of our new or actually our newest patreon member uh ethan here i went to a private engineering school but i grew up cheering for michigan and now living around atlanta i've picked up gsu as a second team uh, to cheer for welcome ethan appreciate it man like, oh yeah dude we're panther fans because we went to school there and we're kind of obligated to be it's kind of what we're talking about here you picked them up you must have some serious issues with your life that you yeah you're weird to- dude <laughs> 
that's okay. We're all kind of weird. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We, we welcome everybody. And hopefully you come out to a, a tailgate with us uh, or some G-Deck life with us for a basketball game. I did. Um, so I, I did want to uh, call out an article I read on AJC, though, that um, called UGA the state's largest university. And I was like, excuse you? Excuse? I mean, like, we're like top five in the nation in as far as large goes. Yes. Large uh, state's <laughs> largest college athletic program yeah, no doubt about that you, you know it was that. largest university the state's largest university is what they said and i'm like that's just bad reporting like so <laughs> was was uga the largest before we absorbed georgia perimeter i don't think so because we were still like what, what, we were like 30, 20, we thir- 32 thousand enrollment so, yeah I don't 30 know and now we're like 50 right it's 50 something 50 plus yeah, yeah. i don't know what georgia is but yeah, well, the AJC, it's one of those kind of things. We talk about it all the time with the articles that come out. Normally, it's about you know the confusion between us and the trash down south. They just these these economists don't do their research. They I, I will say, uh, what's his name? Stan Stan Autry. He's been covering us for the AJC. Is that right? Um, he's been doing a good job. I've, I've been you know it's it's been nice to kind of I don't know if he's considered a beat writer, but it's been nice to have somebody who seems to be dedicated to us again. And being a little more positive, finding the positive things versus yes. finding the negative things. We, yeah. You know, uh, hey, Doug Roberson, we know all the negative things. We witnessed that. <laughs> How about we talk about the positive things? We need things. you to I'll... propagandize the program. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and that's all that media is <laughs> nowadays is just entertainment <laughs> propaganda. So just can't you just throw us a bone and be be happy with us, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been nice, but it didn't happen. And also he cared more about Atlanta United, which is, you know, that's fair, I guess, but. It's your job well, to cover yeah. us. Cover us. Well, I guess it, was, it became his job to cover United as well. And then, but he, he talked a lot about Kennesaw as well. Yeah, <laughs> I I followed Doug on Twitter. I followed Doug on Twitter, and I actually had like the push notifications. Like anytime he tweeted anything, it was straight to my phone. I wanted to see everything he had to say. But I'm like, all right, this is just now Kennesaw and United. I'm done with you, Doug. Well, he, to... Before he was officially Atlanta United beat writer, he was he was already like tweeting a lot about about them and sort of was ditching us it felt like so i was like all right well i guess he's done doing that yeah so julian's got a long one here georgia state is my second program however i find it odd that some fans are mad at other fans and students for cheering on their childhood teams my parents are huge uga and jackson state fans i went to to many games the sport will never change but when they play georgia state i'll always root for the panthers yeah i get it if you're raised especially like if your parents went to a different school and you brought up that like similar to your situation ryan just you know growing up in athens and being around uga the entire time yeah that's going to be the team that you grow up rooting for but you know i feel like once you've gone to a school that's supposed to be your primary yeah and then even if you go to grad school i think your undergrad is your primary it's like if you go to georgia state as your undergrad you go to tech or georgia for it's your, whatever you have more fun with yeah whatever, I, I feel like you know your undergrad is where you have a lot more of the party time when it goes to college when it comes to college games because you don't have as many responsibilities but when you're a master's you probably already have a job and you don't have enough time to just be stupid you know we get stupid all the time in georgia state <laughs> well, games what's funny is i've only had one family member actually attend uga my father and he didn't he didn't finish i think he only did like a semester there <clears throat> and then dropped out <laughs> and, and that's it that's all counts he was there you know he gave him he was money. there he that's it. right he paid his athletic fee he gets to be a, a fan for life and it's, convert it's actually pretty funny because apparently they all moved to athens in 81 the year after the national championship yeah, i think we were talking about this last week yeah i think we st- i think we talked about it at the tailgate i don't think we talked about it on the okay. podcast is that what it was yeah yeah uh so so they started going to games in 81 and they just stopped going to games last year 
um because not not because of covid just you know he moved out of the state and yeah, uh, moved, yeah. it, it became kind of a pain in the butt to get down here for him and my grandfather didn't want to go alone anymore so it, they just kind of gave up their tickets and then lo and behold the very next year after they stopped going uh national championship so we all just assume it's our fault so every georgia fan every georgia fan can blame was it your grandfather you said you, uh either either him or my dad one of the two yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt good for, I mean, I've got to, obviously living here. I have a lot of friends that went to you that legit went to UGA graduated from UGA and have been lifelong fans. So I, I was happy for them. I was glad they got their, their championship. And it's always fun to see Nick Saban lose as well. So it I, I thought it was a good game too. I thought it was fun to watch. There was some, the you know, last some question order of the game. The first three quarters, I was like, this is like six to nine or uh, I love it. I love it. The LSU Bama game about, a couple years thinking, back. It was so I good. I was thinking about you during the game because you you love those low scoring defensive games, but it wasn't even like it was a defensive game. Just like uh, whatever that Georgia. I, I know we, we'll stop talking about this in a minute, but like the Georgia quarterback seemed like he was out of his element the entire time, and the Alabama quarterback couldn't figure out how to get make things rolling for them. But it was a boring game from that fourth quarter where the wheels fell off of Alabama and. I mean, I'm I happy, disagree. I'm I thought happy, the whole thing was good. Of course, friends. that last quarter was better, but um, yeah. for me, especially as a fan, but uh, I'm happy for Georgia fans. But we can stop talking about Georgia, and we can we can talk about a little bit of Georgia State stuff. Does that sound good? Uh, yeah, that sounds fine. Yeah. So I named. I was looking for a name for the episode last week because I forgot to talk about it with you guys on last call. And so I know we talked about a lot about the portal stuff. So I named the episode last week, enter the portal and wake up the next morning and find out that Cornelius McCoy has entered the portal. I'm like, that was not an instruction. This is your fault. (laughs) Your fault. Instruction. Please don't, please don't. (laughs) But so that sucks. We lost Pickney and we lost McCoy. Um, Understandable when you don't have an offense that seems to be throwing the ball, you don't know who your OC is going to be the next year. I can't blame the guys for leaving, but it sure does. <laughs> I don't suck. know. It seems like you, you, the, the two top wide receivers in the program, it seems like once one leaves, the other one should like maybe be excited that, you know, they're going to get even more targets maybe, but to lose both of them is just, I mean, it's killer. And then now, now to find out where Pinkney's going, yeah. I don't know where you had that in your in your news. Well, but... that was gonna that was gonna be coming up very shortly. But uh, yeah, I feel like is that kind of a um, a slap in the face to the coaching staff? Like, hey, um, you guys aren't worth us sticking around. I don't know. No, I, I definitely think this is fallout from that from not not giving it to. The, look, I, I mean, you know, I'm on the record that not playing McKaylee was was a huge problem. Um, recruiting him at all was a huge problem. And the fact that they didn't play him was a big signal to the players who want to catch the ball that that's not going to be a priority for this coaching staff. And if that's not going to be a priority, then maybe they ought to go somewhere else. Yeah. And and maybe they were, uh, you know, with a new OC coming in, they, we still don't know who that's going to be yet. We still have no idea what what that kind of scheme is going to be. You're like, all right, well, I want to get into the portal before, uh, you know, all the receivers get picked up by other programs and then I'm, I'm left stuck here. So yeah, I get well, it. And, and no. Coach has publicly indicated that he's interested in the, the flavor of offense that we had this year. And that's what he wants to continue doing. So he's probably looking for an OC that'll continue doing that. Did, oh, I didn't see that Elliot said that he's actually looking for another like run first style. Uh, it was in a, it was in one speed. of the like, press conferences or maybe it was like the post-game press conference for the for the bowl game he said something along the lines of of continuing this offense or, or something it, it it just stuck out in my head that, that there's no sense. intention to change 
but like so uh yeah so pickney we found out where he's going and man talk about slaps in the face that one he's gonna have a really good quarterback throwing to him though he's never really good quarterback throwing to him he's gonna be in a, in a throw first offense uh he's closer to home family can come see the game his eyes will bleed after every game with that that field but <laughs> exactly he, he, he may lose vision or something on that <laughs> god awful field uh wear some blinders or something i um i understand every single reason why he went uh it just that one man i don't think that seeing a player leave and find out where they're going stung any more worse than than pickney going to coastal yeah uh, he was a he was a fan favorite as far as players <laughs> being a player on the field um and then we got it we got a chance to talk with his father and his mom at uh, one of the tailgates and great people, multiple tailgates awesome, awesome people so yeah. it, that, that one hurt that one hurt quite a bit and i understand they're fr- that i mean they're it. from they're from south carolina though so yeah. i mean it sort of makes sense there and then again like they've got i, I mean mccall was was talked about in the heisman like he, there was heisman talk about him from a from a g5 from program fans no I, fans. I saw it i saw it elsewhere i saw it on like espn or something stupid i don't, I don't know man I, I i saw it from other people besides coastal yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback, though. I mean, he's a very good oh, yeah, quarterback. No doubt about it. So. And, and Pickney will definitely showcase his talents uh, there. Yeah. But uh, it stinks. It hurts. It sucks. But I get it. I wish the best for him, except for I want Coastal to lose every single game, especially <laughs> the one when they come to Atlanta. Not I, every single game. They're out of conference. Kind of like- you want them to win. It's no, it's kind of like the the Will Lutz situation where you know I want Will Lutz to have a, a long storied career, but I want the Saints to lose every single game that he's uh well period. So I, I want Pickney to go, go to Coastal, and I want him to you know have two or three hundred yards every single game, a couple of touchdowns, and Coastal lose those games. And That's we want, want Coastal to win their entire out of conference schedule. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we I, do. I, I know. I know. Yes. 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 You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. And we don't care what they do in conference. We, we don't give a shit there. I mean, if you want them to lose, that's fine. That's fine. If I you want them to, to. I, need, I need them to lose to us and at least one more other team. Yeah, we want them to lose to us for sure. <laughs> and at least one more other. Well, I guess it really losing does all the. No, all if matters, they lose but, to us and we win every other game, we're good to go. That's what. That's the, that's the ideal. We're, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh. So. A little basketball stuff. Um, we have a game on Thursday, I think. As of now. <laughs> Is that a question? Are you asking me? Because I don't know. <laughs> I think everyone's asking that question right now. Uh, South Alabama had to uh, cancel their last game uh, on Saturday because of COVID on their their part. Oh, they're well, so they're all vaccinated then. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know how many were vaccinated. I don't know the whole situation. But yeah, that's, that's part of the whole thing. Um, NCAA changed the rules. Like, was it today? Yeah. You, sent the, you sent the article today out to us. Um, so now I think they changed not- it a couple days back, but the, uh, the ESPN article was, uh, yeah, I think it was today. I don't know. So now instead of having to sit for 10 days or quarantine for 10 days, it's only five. And any player that's had COVID in the past 90 days is considered vaccinated. That Which reduces really, the time. Yeah. That should really help games you know, being be able to be played, which I, I mean, I, if I'm, these I'm, guys are getting COVID and that's why they're getting canceled, then it, it absolutely should clear up the, the later season. You should you, we should have fewer and fewer canceled games. So yeah, I feel like these uh, the, the, the uh, commissioners and everything are looking at this. And they're like, hey, guys, if you start canceling 10 days, like that's easily two games at a time. And yep. that hurts us. And it hurts another team in the conference. That's that's not good for the sport at all. Yeah. Uh, in, in, you know, 
whether you side with or against the CDC and their changing of rules, that's what the CDC has said is it's five days. So there's no reason why I don't think that the colleges shouldn't go the same way. I like it. And I think it gives us a chance for uh, to have some more basketball games this season. So I, I think it makes sense too, and and to give a little nod to the natural immunity thing. And it's I mean it's ninety days. It's not like they're they're saying it'll give you natural immunity forever. But you know you're probably not going to catch yeah, it again. Yeah, and I, I thought it was funny reading through the article. There was a lot of stuff about you know, obviously having to wear masks around everybody until you're playing the game, until you're huffing and puffing and blowing sweat, sweating and, spit and spitting, and yeah. yeah and th- then, then we're fine with you guys not wearing a mask, but yeah. So anyhow, South Alabama, that game got picked up for ESPN two. So nationally televised game. Yep. But nine o'clock, of course. Oh yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. That's sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's eight, it's eight, but that eight is still a late game, a late start, you know? Oh, eight game, uh, eight o'clock game for them. It's eight, yeah. eight central, yeah. So, but that I mean, that's still just like a late start to a to a basketball game to any kind of sporting event. That's crazy. That's I mean, it's ten o'clock end, you know. Yeah, and it's not like you were doing something like the national championship last night. You put it at eight o'clock, so you get you know the East West Coast can all watch right. and everything. Yeah, nobody cares. All the <laughs> nobody on the no, West Coast is, cares. It's <laughs> Georgia State, South Alabama, and literally, if South Alabama, South Alabama did not have South in their name, nobody would have any idea where that school is located. That's right. So. <laughs> they still I, don't. I, you know, it's in no, the no, southern no, half of a state. How many, how many how many out of conference games have you gone to? And people have asked you where Georgia State's located. They don't even know where we are. It does happen way too often it's, it's it happens a ridiculous amount of uh, amount yeah yeah and uh another reason why i think that we should or one of the main reasons i think we should embrace the atl branding with our school with our uniforms yeah. and everything but with our uniforms for sure especially with um <clears throat> like pro teams uh doing that more and and uh I, I don't know it just looks good yeah we've been doing it they've been doing it a little bit with their um social media stuff like they had the the battle Thing, whatever it was the hashtag battle yeah, yeah, yeah. In it. uh i wish I um georgia tech stole that whole the something 404 and which sucks because uh I, I i loved that that branding and i you know georgia tech i don't think represents atlanta very well so no because all their graduates go on to move to houston and other nerd cities with rockets <laughs> and crap so cape canaveral <laughs> and shit so um yeah so, yeah julian julian saying same houston thing. is a nerd city okay Oh, you know, they they have they have a bunch of uh rocket scientists and all right engineers and stuff there. Fair. So NASA. What did what what was the text? What you were oh, just, just ten, uh, Julian was just commenting that uh the Tennessee fans asked where we were in oh, yeah, and Bama fans kept on you know, they were like I remember walking behind um a very attractive lady in Alabama who was just like, Where are they even? And I took that opportunity to let her know. So <laughs> ATL mother yeah. You wanna talk about it? Let's keep talking. Yeah, I mean it's not their fault. Like I don't know where a lot of schools are either. You, I got I had no idea that Rice was in what Dallas around there somewhere. I had no I, idea. I, I still don't know that. I think that I think it's true. <laughs> I'm making that up. Uh, uh, but so yeah, so we're playing South Alabama. I'm playing South Alabama Thursday nine p.m. on ESPN two. Now they've had. Their last game canceled against Coastal from uh, COVID on their side, from what I understand. They have also had a game from Texas State canceled COVID on Texas State's side. Uh, they're 0-2 in conference, but they're 10-5 overall. I looked at their their schedule. There wasn't really that impressive of a schedule, so 10-5 and doesn't yeah. mean that much. They did have some wins, I guess, like... They like drilled Southern Miss or something. If I looked at, if I'm looking at the right uh, schedule, they but, drilled them. 
Yeah, it was it was something like a thirty point win. Or is something. that something people say about sports? Do you, you never heard that before? Drilled them? No, I don't think yeah. I have. Well, maybe I just created a whole new thing. All right. Yeah, we drilled them. Cool. Cool. Uh, kind of like we drilled uh, Ball State and the Camille. We Bowl. drilled Ball State. Okay. I mean, I'm just done with this conversation. <laughs> Are you done, or you wanted to take it further? <laughs> take, take, take this drilling conversation further. Not on this call, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Georgia State sixteen and five all time against South Alabama. So you know, I think this should be a win for us. I I just think every year is different. So you know, it could easily be sixteen and six next time. But uh, and it, this it, team isn't hard. very good. I keep it's saying hard it. to tell with this team. We have no idea what's going on. Yeah, but I do think uh, that we should have our entire starters back. And uh, Sosami came back last week. But and... wasn't so I didn't watch, but I, I remember like you guys chatting and, and he was grimacing a little bit and, and seemed like he might have been hurt still. Towards in the game, it looked like he was uh, struggling on the struggle bus a little bit, but yeah. he's supposed to be back uh, for this game. And then Nelson Phillips, who was out last week. So this will be the first game the entire season where we have all of our expected starters healthy and they're at the game. Well, let's hope the rust has been kicked off, you know? <laughs> the team starts gelling. <laughs> so assuming that game uh, is played, then we, uh, well, whether it's played or not, we uh, have Troy on Saturday at 5 p.m. down there. Uh, they now that team looks like they're doing well. Troy seems to be seems to have their their, their stuff together this season. They're twelve and five overall, three and one in conference. They have well, and they've always got our number. It doesn't matter if they're doing well or not. They they just always seem to beat us. You know, they really do. They really, but they've got wins over Appy and Coastal already. Uh, Coastal cares about them. They've got wins over Appy, who had our number last season. They did lose to Arlington, who beat us on Thursday. So. Well, the the, uh, the the Texas basketball only schools they they tend to be pretty good. Wait, there's an Arkansas one too, isn't there? Little Rock. Yeah. See, I just consider that Texas for some reason. I've been to Little Rock, and it's not like Texas at all. No, I know, but that school. I just think about it. I don't know why. I just think about both those schools as being in Texas. I, yeah, I, I know they're not. I know Little Rock isn't Texas. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. But they're gone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but no they, they're anymore. always pretty good. I mean, you know, if all you do is basketball, then you're gonna be all, well, all right. Well, they do have it. other Olympic sports. Yeah, but not money making sports. Basketball is only money making sports. Sport. Yeah, well, is, ba- is basketball money making for us? Uh, I think so. Basketball and uh, basketball, football, and baseball. Weirdly, I think might be. I don't. I can't imagine. Ba- we don't even sell tickets to baseball. Oh, you just walk in. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Walk in and then walk out to your car and get another beer and walk back in and get yelled at by the uh, security for harassing the Kennesaw State manager. Why is there security if you can just walk in? Because you're security. drinking in the car. Like, I mean, there's security. Yeah, people there's security like sporting events. That's what that's what Tim and I. Tim and I went to a baseball game last year and uh, got all boozed up and kept on going back to the car for more drinks. And I kept on harassing the Kennesaw State manager. And I I got I got a I got a talking to. You're supposed to heckle in baseball. That's like part of the thing. I told the guy to go back OTP where he belongs. Uh, well, it's only, you know, right across the highway. I mean, it's like you could walk. Yeah, OTP. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize how close Pantherville's was to 285. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyhow, anyhow. So, yeah, so we got uh, that Alabama schools this week, both away games. We'll see what happens. Uh, standings right now. We are not doing well in conference. We are next to last. USA is actually, South Alabama is actually last place. We're we're tied for second last. 
tied for second to last. Yeah. That's that's not a sentence that's fun to say. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Lafayette in first place, which just hurts really bad. Troy, Arkansas State, whatever. There's not a, there's not a lot of in conference games yet though, right? I mean, you were talking about like two and one and like well, it's because games have been three or four canceled. games, right? Yeah, it's because games have been getting canceled. So, I mean, maybe that works out in our favor in the future. Who knows? Also, though, we're just not that good this year. I mean, I would love to be proven wrong in the home stretch because there's still a lot of basketball to play, but um, it just seems like we're just not that good. We, we've not seen our full team play. We have had a lot of breaks between teams. So we just don't know what this team is. We have no idea. We have no idea. I think we it might. You down. might be being a bit of a homer. Of course I am. Of course I'm a homer. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, this is the state of Atlanta right here. Yeah, no, but we just have no idea. I'm not saying that we're better than our record shows. What I'm saying is we have no idea how good this team is or how bad this team is. Right. We we could be as good as our record shows. We could be completely uh, different, opposite of that. Well, and I got to I got to I've only watched like two games like live. I've, you know, without just box scoring it. And uh, even the ones I was watching, though, just I mean, we just didn't look that good. (laughs) Well, yeah, a lot of it just. A lot of missed, just missed obvious shots, like missed, missed a layup. lot of very, a lot of missed shots. Yeah, it's like ridiculous how how many balls did not go in. You know, it's just like what what is happening? Like what? And then like you know we, we would get a great steal on the little you know go back to the basket and just squander it. Nothing, nothing comes out weird. of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a very weird. very weird season. I don't know enough about basketball to talk about what kind of schemes are going on or anything, but from what I'm reading, what people are talking about is it's not very um, exciting. It's not very, like, you know, it's very bland. Not a, I I don't know. It's um, hopefully things turn around. We'll see. Um, Well, and Lanier promised us, you know, press coverage all the time, like a hundred percent. Right. And that doesn't seem to be happening. No, no, that's exciting. That's exciting stuff. That's uh, well, that was uh, VCU back in the day, Havoc, right? Havoc, well, that's is that what right? I remember the very first game I ever saw of Coach Lanier uh, down there at the sports arena, and I was watching, like, you know, there was a definitely, I didn't know what I was looking at, but I knew that it was different than what Coach Hunter did. And my, my number one, because there were rebounds, was, <laughs> there was definitely rebounds. Uh, <clears throat> but my concern was this is a very, very aggressive, very energetic style offense and defense, and I don't know if our players can are conditioned well enough to handle this for an entire season and yeah. maybe towards the end, but it hasn't seemed that way this year. It just doesn't seem incredibly aggressive. Yeah. I, on and I don't know how much I buy that. You know I mean? They're, they're not playing for such a long time that like, you can't just run for that long. I mean, I don't know, man, they're, these kids are in like peak physical condition. I've, I've never been able to do it, but I, I, I have oh, no God. doubt that people can. When I'm when I when I when I make a comment about uh, their ability to to last the season, that's not saying that I could or I ever could have in in my peak. No, I know, I know. Yeah, I just I assume that they can, uh, knowing full well that I couldn't. You know, but but was uh, it? I think it was Coastal had that that big old fat guy uh, on the team. Uh, Lafayette Lafayette had a, had like a linebacker for a little while, yeah, maybe, no, maybe not a, like an offensive lineman. What? Yeah, maybe it was Lafayette. That's a big dude. He was a big, a big boy. He was a big boy. I, he could not run for two hours. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he was an extra minutes kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, 
women's basketball hosts the Texas schools this week. Women's tennis is back in action in Fort Myers. Truck and field has a UAB thing. <laughs> invite, a couple invites going on. So that's all happening. So we're getting more into other sports happening, which is cool. See how they, how they, um, how they do. Um, yeah. Want to. All right. So, that sounds exciting. So the only other thing I got is <laughs> there was a vote or a, there was a non-vote yesterday about the college football playoff expansion. Oh, really? Yeah. It, so it did not go well. Well, if you want expansion, it did not go well. Oh. Uh, the uh, the guy, I think it was, I can't remember which school. The, I think it's the AD from one of the schools is the one that's kind of like heading up this, this whole project about doing the 12 teams and the you know, top six uh, champions plus six at large, like that, that whole plan that we talked about before. And uh, yeah, just not, there's no agreement. It seems like they're very, very far off on everything. So it looks like we probably won't see any changes until after the 2025 season. Uh, oh, after we win, they'll finally change it is what, is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so what it gets down to, though, is, you know, we're in that discord now with the Sun Belt, and they were all complaining about it. But it seems kind of like maybe they're a bunch of complainers. So let's take it with a grain of salt. Um, but I mean, they were they were frustrated that it's, you know, the same game as we already saw and have already seen multiple times now and how that's just boring. And I'm like, well, I mean, you can't you can't take it away from them. They 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 actually played the season. I think I think every team that made it in the playoffs deserved to be in the playoffs. Yep, it's hard. It's hard to argue that they didn't. Um, but there Even wasn't as really a Cincinnati loss. I still think that there was no not a better argument for anyone else to have been there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I, I, I like the lineup that that happened. But more people would have probably helped um, to shake things up, if not this year, in past years or in future years. You have more of a chance of a team knocking off those teams and getting a little diversity in the in the football playoff. So, I mean, if they want their if they want this brand to to be maintained and they want people to not get bored of just watching, you know, Bama and UGA and a couple other schools play every year, then they're going to have to expand it so that people can make it because recruiting, it'll help recruiting for all the, all those other programs. It'll help all kinds of other things that'll help them with a chance. When we were making the, the NCAA, uh, the, the March madness every year, uh it, for georgia state you know our coaches were going into living room saying look we might not win but we're going you're going to be on tv if we do win it's going to be insane come yep. here and help us like get there and, and, and it, but we can't do that level. in football right now with four teams there's no chance right <clears throat> i mean cincinnati made the best case being able to make it up there this year uh, one g5 program can go every year maybe not every year. I mean, it's not going to, and it's not going to happen every year. Yeah, for sure. You're looking at a, at a down year and then a year when, you know, Georgia and Bama, like had Georgia beaten Bama and the SEC championship, you know, then things will look a little bit different, but you're still not getting another G5 in there at that point. But one of the things are, they're, I guess one of the issues they have with the expansion is instead of the top six champions plus six at large is looking at, uh, automatic bids for the P5 champs. Well, you know and I like that. So, you like you like all P5s getting their champs in. Yeah, I talked about that. So I, I like a 12 team playoff with all all the P5 champs go in and the best G5. So even, so even though even though we had uh, 
Big Ten and not Big Ten, Big Twelve, no, Big Ten, Big Ten and Pac having champs that were well below Cincinnati. They they yeah, were, then it, Cincinnati still goes. You 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 still pick your best G five, and then you at large the rest. I, I no, I don't, I don't like anything where they uh, give a conference an automatic bid into the the playoffs no matter how bad they are like that makes no sense to me i like top six champions makes well that's why you sense. have a, a big enough playoff where you okay you you did this thing where you earned your right to be here you're probably going to lose because you're actually not that good but you at least earned your right to to take a shot each conference gets to send their best which is technically their conference champion i mean that that's what it should be right i mean it's not always true. It's always that that's going to be debatable, but that's the most objective way we have of saying that everyone gets to send their best and duke it out. But, yeah, but what, what happens when you have, so it, this other idea is the P five champs plus one G five champ and then six at large. Well, what happens when you've got two G five team champs that are better than one or two of the the P five champs. Why are these P five champs getting a automatic entry when there are teams that are better? They're going to get left out because you just happen to be in a conference that makes a lot more money. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, well, well. So if if they were, I think they, I think, I think it would be very rare that scenario you just laid out because I think if the G five champs were truly better than the P five champs, they would also be ranked as such. Yeah, but but now now they're coming in as at large members at best, at best we have no idea if they're going to get in at all. Yeah, I mean it's not perfect. I didn't claim it was perfect, but it's better for sure. Yeah, well, I don't I don't like your idea at all. I know, and you also I know you've you've voiced uh, a lot of uh, disdain for the idea of even differentiating P five and G five. So yeah, I. I, I that does not that does nothing to help the G5 programs. So all you I mean so the only reason I wouldn't say all your conference champions would P5 G5 all of them all 10, right? Right. Um is because I don't think there's any hope of it happening. There's no hope for it happening and I mean as much as I you know the disparities there. You know you're mm-hmm. not going to bring in a MAC champion who is not even ranked in the top 25. Well and that's so I think and at that point you're two two at large in a 12 team playoff i think i think you would need that to be like a 16 team playoff which is yeah. i mean maybe that's too big yeah well i mean we it's going to follow the money i think they said that right now the the four team college football playoff is pulling in 400 something million dollars and that if they expanded it to 12 they expect it to be well over a billion dollars <laughs> yeah they're going to do it <laughs> Well, so in part of that, so there is a distinction between the G5s and the P5s. They said 22% of that current $400 million, $400 plus million gets spread amongst the G5 conferences, whereas each P5 program gets $66 million. Each P5 program? Sorry, uh, conference. Conference. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Jesus, that's goodness gracious. <laughs> Why is Vanderbilt so bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, see, uh, Ethan says, uh, unfortunately, a G5 will basically have to prove themselves over multiple years to have a good chance to make it uh, one, uh, in the current system. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you, you're not, it's not going to be a, you look, you have a great year and all of a sudden you're in, you're going to have to prove yourself because these rankings are all subjective, not objective. And look, since, since he got beat, <clears throat> we've already both agreed that they, they probably deserve to be there. Um, but, but they, I mean, they weren't chumps in that game. You know, they, I mean, it was a fun game to watch. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. 
Yeah, I really didn't think that Alabama really had it up uh, for that. I mean, I, I didn't think going into it that Alabama was going to play that well in that game. I really thought they were had missed. Yeah, you prime, had them losing. I had them, I had them losing. I thought Cincinnati was going to pull the upset. I was clearly wrong. Clearly wrong. But that's all I got for uh, the episode, man. You got anything I, else? I think to talk doing about? forty minutes without without Tim is is pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not, I'm not, not complaining. It's good. I'm not good nearly as drunk as I normally am. But I drink a lot of vodka before this, but I feel relatively sober. Maybe I shouldn't have had that second taco today. I, yeah, I was kind of hungover uh, at the beginning. So, and I, <laughs> the gin, man, is like, it, like I feel it here, like not in my temples, but like in front of them, and it's like I feel nauseated here when I'm. That gin may be a hungover. tumor. It's maybe weird pr- pressure on the brain. So, it may anyway, be. Want to head over to uh, Last Call and um, duke it out some more? Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to head over to Last Call, drink some more, talk a little bit more candidly about everything, and um, just enjoy talking about Georgia State a little bit more. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Please consider joining our Patreon like our new buddy Ethan did. Uh, Three bucks a month. It helps... um, Help support the show. We're actually actually sustainable now. I think the show actually is covering its expenses right now with Ooh, our Patreon and, members. Uh, and Mike, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Ryan sounds a lot better. Not not what he said. What he said was absolutely still as horrible as normal. But uh, he has a new mic that we were able to buy with our Patreon money. So uh, thanks to our Patreon members for that. Tim will be getting one as well. We are reinvesting um, into the program. Exactly. We have a lot of. Uh, I have a lot of things I'm wanting to work on for this uh, next year, especially the off season. So yeah. Uh, please listen to us patreon.com slash Daniel you can find last call there you can for free available early for our Patreon members and you get access to our private group chat where we talk about Georgia State throughout the day every day and discounts on our merch at our merch store merch.com so uh, please consider joining appreciate you guys listening uh, say goodbye Ryan goodbye Ryan that's it for us this week thank you for listening Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.